Just as a disclaimer, we want you to know that some of the movies that we will be reviewing were shot in a different time and era where people of race and sex were not treated equally. We understand this and hope you do too. The movies or anything that happened on the sets are not the views of this podcast or what this show is intended to be all about. Exactly. And we want to give due diligence in presenting the movie and not the views of the cast or directors or anyone involved. But we also feel it's necessary to let the audience know some of the background information to get a feel for what was happening at the time of shooting the film. Again, we hope you understand that we do not agree with everything that went on and we just want to give out the information. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. wasting your time. The wolf beat you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. You wouldn't want to run away with a murderer, would you? Oh, Larry, you're not. You know you're not. I killed Bela. I killed Richardson. If I stay here any longer, you can't tell who'll be next. Alright guys, welcome back to the third installment of the Universal Monster series. Today we'll be discussing the Wolfman. Hi, I'm your host Jimbo and my co-host as usual, Terrence. Doesn't look too much like the Wolfman today, but it's not a full <laughs> moon yet. So, um, Like I said, we just jump right into these things and get these things going. They're just a little fun uh, movies that we decided to do for the month of October. So Terrence, let's go ahead and take it away. All right, so jumping right into it. Wolfman, release date, December 12th, 1941. Budget, $180,000. Didn't do the conversions today. Uh, This was directed by George Wagner. Writing credits, uh, Kurt Smudak. I'm going to have to look at that one before I say it. (laughs) Seudmak? That is a 
Very unique last name. <laughs> so that was the original screenplay. Uh, technical specs, runtime, an hour and 10 minutes at 70 minutes. Sound mix, mono, western electric microphone recording. Um, sorry. Um, microphonic recording. Uh, black and white movie. Aspect ratio, 1.37 by 1. Film length, 1,915.77 meters. So this one, uh, pretty decent length compared to the other two, uh, interestingly enough. Um the ones we've recorded already. Uh, negative format, 35 millimeter. Cinegraphic process, spherical. Printed film format, 35 millimeter. And off to the awards. So much like the other two monster movies that we did before already. Uh, this one also, all the awards lie in the Academy of Science, Fantasy, and Horror Films USA. And I'll just name the years. Uh, they won an award in 2017, 2015, 2013, and 2005. So as you can see, a lot of these monster movies, they didn't actually have individual awards. It came later on in life when people started, you know, rewatching them, showing them to their exactly. family. And yeah. it's all part of a bigger collection of all of them. Oh, yeah, for, most for sure. So the synopsis is a, uh, a man is attacked by a creature and contracts the disease that turns him into a werewolf. Kind of like vampires. You oh, know? yeah. So um, just a thing. This opened two days after the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, wow. They, they, they didn't know if they should go ahead and release it, but they decided to go ahead and do it. So um, the cast, we have uh, Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Larry Talbot, and also the Wolfman. Yeah. Um, Dick Farwell was uh, re- was scheduled to play him, but he was replaced one week before filming. Oh, wow. Claude Rains as Sir John Talbot. Now, you'll come to find out Claude Rains is familiar because he's in another Universal Monster movie coming up, is The Invisible Man, which oh, okay. that movie, once we get to it, is amazing. Uh, Warren William as Dr. Lloyd. Ralph Bellamy as Colonel Paul Montford. Maria Oskopanaske, K-A-A-A. See, I terrenced it. <laughs> as she played Malivia, the gypsy fortune teller. Evelyn Ankers as Gwen Conleaf. Uh, Patrick Knowles as Frank Andrews. Bella Lugosi plays Once again. Bella the Gypsy, which we all remember <laughs> Bella Lugosi as playing Dracula. Uh, J.M. Kerrigan as Charles Conliffe. Faye Helms as Jenny Williams. And Forrester Harvey as Twiddle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, Terrence, you want to start us off about this movie? Yeah. Um, so... Wolfman. Uh, it has a very interesting intro. Um, is this the one that opens up with kind of explaining? Uh, it opens up with some text, I believe. No, no, that was that was the mummy. See, I'm yeah. getting it mixed up. <laughs> uh, no, no, Wolfman opens up with uh, the main character, John. Yeah, right? he's uh, and, he's coming um, back home. He's to coming England back home and. To his uh, father. Him and his father have a conversation, kind of explaining it. Almost immediately wraps up kind of their relationship, how it's been, and where they want it to go. Which and is that plays a very pivotal role in the end of the movie. Absolutely. Right? Um, so, so his father's talking to him, and uh, you you learn that his older brother has passed away. So he's next in line to inherit the the manor chateau. I don't I don't remember what the uh, type of building it. You know, it's the family home. Um, and with his eldest brother passed away, he is now in line to inherit it. So uh, his father goes on to explain, uh, you know, usually the oldest son takes on the burden of inheriting things and the youngest son goes and rebels and does what he wants. Um, and he's like, but now that, you know, you're the one who inherits it, let's just 
Because his brother had died. Yeah, his brother died. That's why he's back. Exactly, yeah. Um, And so uh, they basically, whatever past they had, they put it behind him and they go, hey, let's move forward into this. Um, His father was acknowledging, hey, you know, you have this background and, you know, it'll be good to inherit all this stuff with all the things you've learned. And he's like, I... Hey, yeah, uh, let's go into the go through with this. Basically, and he's ready to go. Right, and about this time, you see, hey, your package is delivered. It is a piece of the telescope, oh, yeah, uh, this gigantic yeah. telescope, which I thought it was going to have a pivotal role in the movie. I and did he's too. like, oh, I can put this together. So he's, he's <laughs> so spoiler alert: it doesn't tie into. To, I mean, it does at the beginning. It, at the very because beginning, because he but, finally he's like, hey, I got a fish, you know, and he's looking around down the street, and you're like, yeah. oh. and then he looks into this lady's bedroom window, and I'm like, yeah. where's this movie going? Because he sees like the earrings she's putting in and notices like yeah. like a moon shape, you know, and she puts them on her dresser. And I was like, this is kind of weird. I thought, you know, maybe later on in the movie that they would use it to try to track the Wolfman or something crazy. You know, I, I thought something. that he was going to be looking at it just because of some interest in the telescope and like see the moon and then turn or something. Yeah. Uh, but no, you that's see it, it for one just... scene and that's it. So that like, it's almost like they couldn't think of a way to transition from one moment to the next. Right. So they were just like, oh, let's just have him so look he, at a telescope. So he, so he looks in the window, and then he then he rears it down, and he sees the title of the, sto- the store that is right above the store. So he's yep. assuming the lady works there. Exactly. So next thing he sees, <laughs> you see him go over to the store, right? And he starts, hey, uh, do you got any, like, jewelry? And she's like, yeah, we got some of these. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, what about, what about like, the... He's like, I'm uh, looking to buy some earrings. The moon-shaped kind, you know? <laughs> and she's like, well, sir, we don't carry those. He's like, sure you do. So she, I'm upset. Yeah, I'm yeah, upset. Yeah, on top of your dresser. Wardrobe. And he's like, <laughs> how do you know that? He's like, I'm psychic. You know? So, yeah. So um, anyway, you come to find out that he um, he buys a cane, a walking stick. Yep. And she's showing him several different ones. He, he was trying to find an excuse to uh, just kind of linger. Linger a little uh, bit. Linger longer. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, oh, I'll buy a cane. Uh, she's showing him a bunch of different canes. And then um, you know, one of them was just like a normal cane. And then one had a dog head to which he said no. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when she pulls out. The, the cane, <laughs> the, yeah, the cane that he buys, and it has a werewolf on the top. Silver handle werewolf with the pentagram. Quote right. I'm making air quotes now, here. Now, the um, one, if you, for those of you that don't know your werewolf lore, the only way to kill a werewolf is with silver. Is with silver. Uh, usually, a silver bullet, you know, is usually what. But to come yeah. to find out, that's not necessarily true in this movie. You know what I mean? So. I also found it interesting that um, you know they kept mentioning the pentagram. So I'm actually thinking of a pentagram, but then they show it. I'm like, that's just a star. Yeah. Uh, well, because also once you find out, uh, well, we'll just we'll call it. We'll do that when they get to the uh, okay, gypsy. Yeah. So, you know, they go and then um, he's like, "Well, I'd like to see you again." and She's like, well, he's know, like, he's like uh, I'll see you tonight at seven. Yeah, uh, and then she's like, no, I can't. And I got like, a fiance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she doesn't mention that just right. yet. She, he's just like, you know, I'll see you at seven. I'll see you at seven. She's like, no, no. Um, to which she doesn't listen, and he does show up at seven. But <laughs> but I think when he shows up, that Jenny is with her. Yeah, because they're her they're all Jenny. excited because the gypsies are rolling into town, and they, and they only want to get once their fortune or read or right. their tarot cards or something. Jenny's really excited, so. Um, as they're walking, this is where the scene, the, the gypsies are set out, up outside in this, you know, f- weird part of town. Yeah. Uh, there's a festival going on or something. Yeah. But during this scene, um, I don't think the festival's officially going on yet because they're coming. And uh, 
Jenny's like, well, let me go first. I'm going to get my fortune read first. Let me yep. go. So Bella Lugosi, you know, is out there and he's oh, like, yeah, come he's... with me. So, <laughs> I mean, the guy just is a great actor. Absolutely. So while she's like, well, uh, the uh, Larry goes, well, I don't think we should be standing here listening to our fortune. Let's go on a walk. You know? Yeah, And exactly. you can tell, like, the fog's rolling in, you know, creepy trees. Everything's ominous. It's yeah. perfect setting. So meanwhile, Bella Lugosi, which was Bella in the movie The Gypsy and yep. Jenny, are in there. And he's like, well, let me read your fortune, you know. And he just kind of looks, oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, well, let me read your palm. He's like, because the, the left hand's your past and the right hand's your future. Right hand's your and future. She, he yep. looks at her hand and you see this the pentagram because technically up. they said that the the werewolf lore was that the pentagram would pop up on the Wolf, the werewolf's next victim. Exactly. Yeah. So and when he's seen the that, werewolf himself. Yeah, and when when he's seen that, he's like, "You just need to, you just need to go. You need to go home. You need to lock your doors. You need to go yep. now." And she's like, "What? What? But can you tell?" He's like, "Just get out of here now." You know? And then he's like packing up right. and everything. Yeah. And uh, what was really cool is when you see him. Uh, so she leaves, and uh, you see him walk out, and the horses start going crazy. You know, oh like, yeah, uh, backing down and everything. So Larry, in the meantime, Larry. Had, uh, Gwen, uh, 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 Gwen. Uh, Gwen, yeah, yeah, they're out there having a conversation, you know. And then I think is this where she tells him she has a fiance? Uh, I believe so, yeah, because um, he's still and trying he kiss to kiss her here too. No, 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 that's later. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, I know she. He's he's continu- continuing. Uh, he's trying with, hard. He's trying really hard. <laughs> so and then, uh, then she shuts him down. She's like, "I have a fiance," and then he's like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. Well, but about this time, you hear a scream. Yep. Oh, you hear a howl first, don't you? Yeah, and Remember? then you hear a scream. And you're like, what was that? That's probably just... You Some know, animal. Yeah. yeah. No. And then you hear Jenny scream, and he's like, stay here, and he takes running off. <laughs> so he's got that cane still, and uh, you see uh, Jenny laying on the ground, you know, yep. and being attacked by... A, a, it looks like a regular dog. It does, yeah. And what, I was kind of confused about that, you know what I mean? Because I because if you, if you if you watch the movie... Uh, that when so Larry starts fighting with the dog, and yep. the dog is actually one of his own German shepherds. Really? Yeah. So that way he he wouldn't be you know yeah it's his own dog. So. That would make sense. So so if you see you know they're playing around, but if you watch closely, you know they go behind a, you know they flash back or something. They come back and you actually see like a Wolfman figure standing up fighting with him. It's just oh, for a brief okay. scene, and then the next part you see the dog again. And yeah, because that that's what confused me. I'm like, because I saw the dog. Um, I was like, and then later on, you know, when they actually show the wolf man, uh, you know, he's a wolf man, you right. know what I mean? And I'm like, wait, then how did the other guy turn into a full on dog? <laughs> right. So what happens is, um, the dog ends up biting. It's like on Larry. the chest. Yeah. yeah. On like the side of his chest. And so he takes that cane with the silver handle and he just starts beating it and yep. beating it. And if I you hear it die. And so, um, He's like, oh, you know, and I, he ends up passing out or something, doesn't he, Larry? Uh, oh, man, I, uh, I believe so. Yeah, the, I think he passes out because they take him back to his dad or yeah. something. And, um, but while they're That's there. That's right, because he, he, uh, he was like, oh, I've been bit, I've been bit. And then uh, then he passes out. Right. But then well, then the, the Then Gwen uh, finds him right. uh, on the ground, yeah. And okay. so, so, you know, they end up getting him back to his dad. But in the meantime... They go over to where the wolf had died. Yeah. They find Jenny. She's dead. And they go over to where the wolf's died, and it's, and it's actually Bella Lugosi. And they said his Tell skull it. has been bashed in. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh. So now you know that he was the werewolf, uh, the werewolf that was attacking him. But the people haven't seen the werewolf. They just know that it's a he's a dead yeah. man. 
And, and Jenny this said, is where they introduce uh, the detective and um, they played uh, Twiddle. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand Twiddle's role. I'm like, I know he's assisting this detective, or at least they never come out and say he's a detective. Right. But, I mean, the way he's going about things, you would assume so. Uh, but who's Twiddle? Right. <laughs> he's just like this this sidekick, strange sidekick. So they get back to the uh, office, or office, the, the dad's house, and you know, and Larry, they're like, "Well, we need to talk to him," and they're like. He's like, well, he's like, I'm telling you, he's like, I was attacked by a werewolf or a wolf. You know, I got bit. And they said, well, can we see your thing? And he opens up and he doesn't have any. Yeah, he opens up his shirt and there's, there's nothing, nothing there. there. Yeah. He's like, well, he's like, um, I'm telling you, they said, we found the gypsy dead. They said, we didn't see any sign of werewolf. He's like, are you trying to tell me that I killed a man and not a wolf? You know, I, I beat it with this stick in the head or my cane in the head yep. bashed the skull in, and he's like well the only thing we found and they said well maybe you were just under a lot of stress and yeah. you didn't know what was going on he's like are you trying to tell me I'm a murderer he's like I know what I did and I know what I did yeah. he's like and they were confused because they could see that his clothes were shredded you know I mean where the exactly, bike yeah. so that was a whole part of the movie that just really starts to end it up so uh, um, they were discussing, well, sometimes it, they only think that it happens. You know, that's all in the head. Yep. And a strange thing is that for this movie, they weren't going to ever show the Wolfman. Really? They were just going to make it all mental, which I think would have been really crazy, it too. Be, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's They've all actually in done that in a, uh, in a different uh, werewolf movie where it, it literally all you see is the shadow of the werewolf himself. Um, I need to remember what movie that is. But, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's an idea that done right can be executed right? um and one thing is uh that when bella lugosi transfer or you see bella lugosi that his shoes are off yep so that was a, a thing too and they found some tracks so they know there was something there so then you, you see the uh the gypsy woman um, coming to town with the casket and larry's there too you know what i mean yep. and, and he he doesn't quite understand what's happening and the lady's like look that we've been doing this for a year we we bury him here um so then you have Gwen and her father talking, and that's when uh, Jenny's mom comes in. And she says, I want to know why you left my daughter alone with the gypsies, blah, blah, blah. She'd still be alive. Yep. And then Larry comes in. And this is also where you find out the Talbots have kind of a reputation in this town. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Larry walks in, and then, uh, you know, uh, that's when Jenny's mom, well, I'm just going to leave now. Yeah. So, so so he's like, well, can I see Jenny? You know, something's going on. I need to talk to Jenny. So he goes in and starts talking to Jenny. And then this is where you find meet her fiance. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, that's what he's like. He's like, uh, where's this gentleman? I want to meet him. Um, and then uh, what does she mention? Uh, she's like, oh, don't do anything. He's like, no, no, no. I just want to show him that I'm not like scared of him. I don't, I don't, I don't see him as a threat or anything right. like that. Yeah. Uh, but then you have. I the thought li- there was going to be an actual interaction, but they literally, he literally just passes him by. Well, the only thing uh, you remember, those, the, leaving, their I dog think. barks at him. That's you right. Yeah, the Larry, he's like, "What's going on?" You know. So um, now they're going to go to the. They're going to the fair, and he sees Jenny, and uh, the gypsies are there. The Jenny's yep. there. Her fiance's there, and her fiance and him start playing this game. Shoot. You remember they're shooting? Well, they were watching a, a dancer at first, and then that's when they they were like, "Oh, hey, there's there's John." Right. And then so they're like, uh, uh, you know, they, they talk for a bit, and then they're like, "Hey, let's let's play this game," uh, to which John accepts. Um, and you mean Larry? Larry, sorry. Uh, uh, so they start playing the shooting game, and you know they're both you know shooting their targets. He's like, "Why don't you go first? And so Larry, you know, Larry's up there. He's like, "Ding!" It's, it's yeah, like, exactly. He's, like, Ding! he's a dead shot. Ding! And then the wolf pops up, and he's like, 
Then he freezes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't. can't. Uh, so then the other guy picks it up and he shoots. And that's where I thought I thought it was going to end up being the fiancé that shoots him. Because he just yeah. picks up the gun and he just nails that thing. You know what I mean? The target right in the... Now, the, so here's what I was curious about is um, you see his father talking to another gentleman. And he's like, oh, look how fine of a shot he is. Uh, something like Like he's talking up his son. And then that's when he like freezes and he misses uh, when the wolf pops up. And... Um, I was curious into what what that conversation was about in general, and it was like, is he saying that like you know, hey, he's a good worker, and you know, he, he the Talbot, whatever, is in good hands, or you know, what was that about? Yeah, but I don't think it was necessarily a pivotal part of the movie. It's just something to throw. I knew that you know, it was, it was just, just there, and I was like, wait, what? And I was a bit confused about it. But the, the one thing I'll say about this movie is there were no. Uh, I didn't feel like there was any missing scenes like i think it all flowed pretty well yeah no you know what i mean and, and unlike dracula and frankenstein yeah you could tell some stuff was missing like the lady in white from dracula and stuff so everything felt pretty complete yeah. right so uh except the fact that i didn't use the telescope for anything larry ends up seeing <laughs> going to see the gypsy woman and she's like uh, you know seeing him and he, she's like you need to show me your wound and oh, you know, yeah. he, he opens up his shirt, you know, and then the uh, the, the pentagram, the pentagram shows up. up, and she's like, "Ah, you were bitten. You, he was the werewolf." He's like, "She's like, you're now gonna a be the werewolf." Yeah, he, and he didn't want to believe it. You know what I mean? He's like, "No." Uh, so and then she's um, like, "Here's this necklace. It'll, it'll yeah, wear you this. Or wear this." Yeah. So the next thing you see, they see they start whispering. The gypsies start whispering. They say they are packing up and getting out oh, of Dodge. Yeah, because. You just see, like, this, uh, was it her or was it somebody else? I think it was like, her. literally is going around just all whispering. this camp just whispering to everyone, and then everybody packs up. Fast. I mean, they were Fast. Like, Everybody's like, is the party over? Is it? I didn't even know. Well, and, then, and this is where Larry starts wigging out, too. Remember, he starts seeing the uh, his his brain starts replaying all the different stuff. He sees oh, Jenny. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was a pretty cool scene. Um, so, now... Um, this is uh, where he he goes back to his room or whatever, and you know he's looking, and then he looks at his legs. And oh they start yeah, out, yeah. They so he's out. looking everywhere, and he's like, he didn't uh, see anything. He's like, okay, cool, cool. And then he looks at his legs. He's like, oh no. Yeah, and they're hairy. Yeah. And so you look at he's you look up back up, and he's starting you know to unbutton his shirt or whatever. And he looks back at his legs, and they are just hairy. And the next thing you see is like their full hair, you yep. know. And and what I liked about this scene is it didn't show him. Fully transform right there. Yeah, you know, it just, just shows his legs, legs transform, and then you see Nate. You know, and then he, they just show his feet walk away right. as the werewolf, feet. and you're like, "What is going on?" So um, that's where you finally uh, he gets out. You see just a shadow for a long period of time, and then you see this grave digger digging a grave, and you see the Wolfman finally full, fantastic looking. Um, the Jack P. Pierce achieved the Wolfman's iconic makeup primarily with a rubber nose with yak hair that was singed with a curling iron and attached to Lon, Jr., uh, Lon Chaney Jr.'s face, arm, and legs with spirit gum. Oh, wow. So it's actually yak hair on him. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and and by the way, shooting for this film lasted from October 27th to November 25th in 1941 with a December 12th release. How about oh, that wow. turnaround? It was filmed in less than a month. Yeah. And it was released in a month, uh, like, 14 days later. That means, I was like... That, that was edited very quickly. That is really right. incredibly fast. I was like, this is really, uh, really crazy. I mean, so, wow. A couple of things real quick. Um, there was a deleted scene 
um, where uh, Evelyn Anchors, who played Gwen, suffered a bad scare when a 600-pound bear, which was originally in the film um, but was later cut, huh. escaped its trainer and chased the actress up a ladder where she was pulled to safety by an electrician. Uh, Evelyn Anchors had a rough time on the set. Lon Chaney Jr. delighted in sneaking up on her in full makeup and scaring her senseless. And another deleted scene, that's where the bear uh, the bear was to wrestle the werewolf, but it broke loose chasing the actress. Huh. Um, so, I mean, she just had a really long time. Like, here's another one. She had a difficulty working with Lon Chaney Jr., already peeved at Anchors because she was giving given his dressing room. Huh. The studio was punishing him for vandalizing studio property while drunk. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the actor would constantly irritate her, nicknaming her Shankers, while playing juvenile practical jokes. He liked to sneak up in full makeup on her. So now you see the woman. He goes over and he kills the grave the grave digger, um, and he wakes up in his bed. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, what a night!" <laughs> you yeah, right. Up. And all of a sudden, you know, he look, and then he sees on the floor, he sees the wolf the tracks, and he's and like, then the, I believe the tracks slowly, you know, turn to to, to his footprints. Yeah, right? and uh, they go to the window, and that's where you see the inspector. You know, they're following the tracks. Yeah, and they come to the window, and he's like, he cuts shuts the window real fast, and you know, stands behind the curtain or and whatever. And quickly starts cleaning up all the footprints inside. And the colonel seen him, so uh, so they go to the uh, next thing. See, they go to the church. His dad, he went to the church with his dad, and he's like... Oh, yeah. And uh, a little side note here is that they the, the church that they go to was actually the the stairs, and uh, going into the church was actually the same stairs from the Hunchback of Notre Dame that his, uh, Lon Chaney played in uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame in the 1923, 28 silent film. So that was pretty cool. Uh, paid homage to his dad. Uh, so, you know, everybody stops and they stare at him like, oh yeah, hey. as soon as he walks in, everybody just starts slowly turning around like, what is he doing? And here? he's like, eh, I'm just gonna <laughs> leave, you know, so, uh, so then you see, the next thing you see is you see that the, uh, detective and him have a cast of the animal tracks. Oh yeah. And they're talking about, it, they're like, what could have made this? And they're like, well, it's not it's big canine. Yeah. Footprint. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, they, they weren't really sure what it was. Um, so then the doctor and the father are talking, um, and they decide to uh, leave the wolf trap. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then, uh, then I said the dogs and the people chasing. I don't I don't know what that meant. <laughs> and then the gypsy lady sees Larry running. So we're getting to the part of the uh, where my notes are a little hard to read. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, shortly after this moment is um, okay. So he's oh hang on, just a okay. Oh, I see this. This is a. It, I have a star here. It says it took six hours for them to apply the makeup to him and three hours to remove it. Oh wow! Wow, that seems to be a trend with these older uh, uh, heavy costumes uh, when it comes to completely changing. A uh, person's appearance. It, it's a long time to get in makeup and a long time to come out of it. Right. So you're coming to the part where um, basically Larry, they're setting the trap for the, the wolf man. And his dad's like, look, because he's like, dad, he's like, it's me. He's like, I'm the only one. You know, he's like, well, I'm going to tie you to this chair. Well, before that, they, they actually have a whole conversation with um, a doctor. And then there's this whole conversation 
uh, about uh, him just like inquiring. He's like, "Do you believe in the Wolfman? Is the Wolfman real?" And this is actually a second conversation. Right. There's a conversation earlier, and um, they have this whole uh, sort of interesting, like philosophical talk about like, well, I think anyone could like mentally become an animal as in like you know given to our evil instincts and you know there's evil in every man and stuff like that and that see uh, all that stems back to where they were never going to show the wolf man i think that would have tied in with yeah. they never showed him you know what i mean so uh they were basically insinuating that like to, for a man to transform into a wolf no but i do believe you know a man could uh think he's a wolf and so that was a very interesting conversation so um he the main character he's just completely split and torn because uh, everybody's telling him that there's no such thing as a werewolf. Uh, right. There, you can go mentally mad, uh, but there's no such thing as an actual werewolf. Um, and then, so he's jumping between believing that, uh, the, you know, knowing he's the werewolf and then also like uh, trying to explain to people, he's like, no, no, I'm not insane. I'm not, I'm right in the mind. Um, I don't. I'm not even thinking about this, and that's when he's like, "Oh, maybe it's suggestive." And that's when his father talks to the gypsy woman. Yep. Uh, and he's like, "You know, putting, put, quitting these, uh, putting these ideas in my boy's head and stuff like that." Uh, and then that's when you finally get to uh, the second conversation when um, he's frantic at this point, and uh, that's when he starts shotgunning those questions all at the doctor, um, to which he leaves and they know that there's something wrong with him because as soon as he leaves they're like uh like oh yeah he's pretty sick uh he should come back with us to the hospital or you know wherever and um his father's like no he belongs here um he's like talbot always you know uh the oldest talbot needs to be here and we've always solved our problems here so he right. needs to be here and i liked how he he was actually starting to stick up for his son now you know he was I mean? he, yeah in the beginning it was kind of a rocky relationship because he's like you've been away for what 18 years or something yeah. like that so i thought that was pretty interesting so so he's like dad he's like they're gonna catch me you know what i mean yeah. so they end up tying you to the chair so, so yeah they tie him to the to the chair after that conversation and uh and then he's like take this cane He's like, I don't understand yeah. why, but okay. <laughs> He's like, Dad, take this cane. He's like, it, it will protect you. Oh, and here's one important tidbit we, we kind of skipped over that happened before. And that's um, the little talisman that she gave him. They're like, this will protect you. He immediately gives it to Gwen. Right. Because uh, he's thinking that... Which seems to be a theme in these movies. Well, <laughs> Here's I don't a talisman he, to protect you. Did he give it to okay, her, I'm gonna he give it to to her right away? Or does he, he did, give it to her? He gave it to her right away. Like, he got it, and then the very next scene, he's like, here, this will protect you. Yeah, so that was kind of <laughs> weird. Um, so, so uh, you know, the um, you see Larry, uh, you see him starting to change again, don't you? Yeah. And... Uh, you don't, you don't know what's going on, you know. Um, so they're all out on their little crusade to find and kill this guy. Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, well, I guess... Oh, man, there's... We, we skipped I know. There's a lot of bits. stuff that we... Uh, and, you know, that's the conversation between him and Gwen before That's what I say. Him happened. and Gwen yeah. are talking was my next thing. Uh, it was Larry and Gwen were talking. Yeah, and she, he's just... Uh, he was like, let you, know, you got to stay away from it. Like, he sees the... He said, let me see your hand. Her. 
And, you know, she shows him the hand, that pentagram's hand, and he's like, oh, no. I have to go, and, like, you, you, you can never get away see from me. me. Yeah. Exactly. And then she's like, no, 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 let's run away together. Like, we can leave this place. Yeah, and he's and like, I was no, like, no, no, I have to leave on my own. I was like, you have a fiancé. <laughs> exactly. So uh, this whole, uh, there's a lot of, I noticed it in a lot of these movies, there's a lot of, like, day one romance. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of Frankenstein, because he already had a fiancé, but uh, the all marriage other was other ones. Quick too, though. Yeah, exactly. So, uh it's like, man, they just met, and she has a fiancé, and she's already ready to elope with this guy. <laughs> uh, uh, who creeped on her, by the way. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. no. But see, uh, but see uh, his, she's trying to run away with him, and he's like, you have to stay away from me. That's when, when he, um, he talks to Gwen before his dad ties him in the chair. Yeah. So that was a big part of the movie. So you have the dad talking to the gypsy, the dad talking to the doctors, yep. Larry and his dad talking, then him talking to Gwen, and then yep. his dad ties him to the chair. I mean, I watched it a couple of days ago. It's kind of all a jumbled. Fantastic yeah. movie, though. So now um, you see the gypsy woman and the father. They meet up in the uh, while they're out there. You know what I mean? She's like, look, you know, your son is the wolf man. Yeah. You know, and they're going to kill him. And they hear gunshots. Remember, they they were yeah. trying to shoot at him as he's running. You know what I mean? And, and then that's when they have the conversation. I don't understand. I shot him point blank. And she's, she's like, sh- like he should be he should be dead, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no. So um, you know, the whole mob are, are out there chasing him, and then um, you see the Wolfman and, and his father. Yeah. And uh, they start struggling, fighting, and uh, next thing you see, the dad take that cane. And just beat the living tar out of the wolf man. And, um, you know, so... After uh, it's all said and done, the the gypsy pops back up. Um, And then she 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 does what she did before. It's over now. Yeah, so she has this little um, sort of... Almost like a poem, almost. Uh, And then she used it before when he got caught in a trap earlier in the movie to turn him back. Oh, yeah. No, the wolf man does get caught in the trap, remember? Yeah, he does. Yeah, Uh, he gets caught in the wolf trap. she turned him back... He freed himself from the trap, and then they're like, what are you doing out here? He's like, oh, same thing you're doing, hunting. Yeah, that was earlier in the movie, yeah. Yeah, that was earlier in the movie. So she says that same exact poem after he's dead, and then it turns him from the wolf man back into a human. And And uh, that's when the father... The look on the dad's face, man, is he realizes... I just killed my son. He also realizes his son was right because right, he did the whole tell him earlier time. that he so was So about a this time, you know, they they all come running over and they all see him. They sit and uh, Gwen's there and she's yep. like, "Larry!" She yells, and then they're like, "Oh!" They said, "Looks like the Wolfman got him too." Yeah. So they left it wide open. You know what I mean? Like they, his dad, and then it shows his dad. And his dad's like, you guys don't... He didn't say it, but he knows you don't understand that. Yeah. It was the Wolfman, you know what right. I mean? And I just thought the way it ended was... Man, it was heartbreaking. It was. But it was good. It was very good. So, Terrence, uh, a couple things before I get your thoughts. Lon Chaney Jr. Um, plays uh, the Wolfman five times in movies. He's the only actor to play the same role in all the sequels. Oh, wow. Okay. And most of the Wolf Wolfman myths come from this movie. Um, originally, no Wolfman would be showed. It was going to be all in his mind, but the thought it would be more profitable if the audience actually saw the Wolfman. Um, so the, the rubber cane is the only surviving prop from this movie, and it's in the possession of a Maryland uh, collector. Hmm. The full moon is never shown. That is also true. That um, is crazy. I was wondering and, and if it ne- would, and, and it never, nope. it never did. And he's never referred to as the Wolfman the entire movie. Exactly. So I thought that was very good. And 
they said that maybe some of the um, scenes from the village were the same scenes from the movie Frankenstein, which I thought that was pretty interesting. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Well, I guess not. You're yawning. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, man, so exhausted. The, uh, <laughs> um, but something that we discussed is even with Bella Lugosi when he died, uh, Bella the gypsy, yeah. and when the wolfman died, how come there's no bruising? There's nothing. Well, there. not only that is like so when they when they find uh, uh, the fortune teller Bella dead, they automatically go he was bludgeoned to death and he was murdered. Then they find Larry dead, who was killed in the exact same fashion. And then they look at him and they go, "Ah oh, man, the werewolf got him." Right. And I was like, "Wait, wait, but this it would." Be the he was killed the exact same way. But, be the and, exact and, same and I brought scene. up the question to you that um, if they were killed as the Wolfman or the Wolves, do their skull go back to being normal once they transform back? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, they wouldn't know he was bludgeoned to death. Exactly. So there, there, that was that was the, the biggest only... inconsistency and gripe that I would have about this movie was that. Because it to me, it didn't make sense. But when his dad does finally kill him and you see him transforming back... I just think it was cool, the different layers, the time-lapse photos that oh, showed yeah. this. So you finally got to see him transform fully. It was really cool. Um, one one other important thing is that um, because Gwen does see the wolfman, and she faints. Yeah, that's Remember, right. Remember, he's getting ready to attack her, and she's like, ah, oh, she's screaming, and she faints. So um, she had to faint, and she has to fall to the misty ground, but the fumes were so strong, she passes out, literally. Unnoticed by the director and crew who were concentrating on another aspect of the scene, she remained there unnoticed until a studio technician began breaking down the set. Yeah. So after how, all said and done. How do you... <laughs> that either was the last scene they filmed of the day or they filmed scenes that she was not in. Uh, either way, how do you leave one of your talents? Well, let's see. Here's another, here's another way it's set. worded. It says... Evelyn Anchors later recalled that during the filming on the final confrontation, she was required to faint and then to stay on the floor until the fight scene between Lon Chaney Jr. and Claude Rains was finished. Anchors recalled that during one take, she stayed on the floor so long that the low-hanging chemical fog being used in the scene causes her to pass out. When the take was over, the film crew began rearranging the cameras and lights for the next take, not noticing that Anchors has not emerged from the floor. Finally, someone on the crew realized that Anchors was missing and she was pulled up from the fog and revived. <laughs> I was like, how, how do you not know this? Right. I mean, so Terrence, go ahead and give me your thoughts on the Wolfman. I highly enjoyed this one. Uh, one of the key facts is that the protagonist is also the antagonist, mm. uh, which is a very unique thing. Uh, it was very well done. Like you were saying, there wasn't scenes that sort of felt left out. Um, everything flowed pretty well. And it was just an all-around good movie. Very tragic. Very oh, tragic. Probably uh, probably the most tragic as far as what we've seen so far and what we're going to cover later today. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I super enjoyed it. And it, it's been a nice addition to the journey that is watching all these Universal Classic For the Monsters first movies. time. For the first time. Uh, and, yeah, it's it was great. Uh, what, what did you think? Well... <sighs> To me, this movie is shot what it's it's eleven years later than or ten years later than Dracula, yeah, Frankenstein. So the special effects are getting better and better. You know, I mean, they they can do more things with this. Um, you know, the, the you didn't I didn't feel any hokey scenes if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that all the sense. sets actually were there. There wasn't no like paintings or anything. It was all very well put together. 
Lon Chaney, amazing actor, or junior, was an amazing actor. Um, he commanded attention on the screen. Not quite like Bella Lugosi, but Bella Lugosi just, you know, he was on there again, and you were just mesmerized oh, yeah. by his, his acting. Um, this was always one of my favorites. Um, until we do the Creature from the Black Lagoon, that's probably my really my favorite. But um, that was even later, so the stuff they could do with that movie was even greater than what they could do with this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just always thought that this movie was very good. Um, great acting. Um, the makeup that he went through, the look that he had, it was always, oh, yeah. it always kind of scared me, you know what I mean? When I was a kid, I, was, I thought, man, this guy looks, looks cool. Right. Um, so, yeah, I highly recommend this one. Um, so if you had to put in order the ones that we watched so far, the Wolfman, Dracula, and the uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein, how would you put them? Uh, Wolfman's on top. Then Dracula, and then Frankenstein. Right. Easy. But all great actors. Oh, yeah. So the next one we will be covering will be The Mummy. Um, it's another fantastic movie. Another great performance by Boris Karloff, who oh, was the yeah. Frankenstein monster. So until then, I think that's a wrap on this episode. Yep. And... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, were you going to say so? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm all stitched now. And, and cut. cut.